This episode is sponsored by Describe, purveyors of finely crafted box text for GMs. Give your players immersive descriptions of your world, written by award-winning writers, by visiting describe.com slash the damage guild and using the coupon code the damage guild to save 10% off your subscription. That's DSCRYB.com slash the damage guild. Coupon code the damage guild. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. We're going to go see the priest and give him the stuff. I want to go. I want to see the stuff. I will go with you, Aslo, to meet this Rothtar the Blessed. Greetings and welcome to the Ambastion. Did you find what you were looking for? As a matter of fact, we did. I'm impressed at your courage and I thank you for returning such valuable relics to us. He can trade the relics for some scrying. As for your payment... If you still would like to have your visions seen, then I would be willing to grant each of your friends here one. It will, of course, take some time to prepare for the rituals. Yes, of course. Of course. How much time? If you come back tomorrow, I will be sure that everything is ready for you. So you're seeking your mother and your old mentor. As long as you have your clear mental images with you and your chosen focus, this should all go well tomorrow. Do you want to do anything else for the rest of the day? Lava tubes. Yeah, lava tubes. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't those actually really dangerous and, like, not an amusement? Like, mm-hmm. yep. fun thing for us to do? Like, have we been, like, breaking in every time that we've played in the tubes? <laughs> Is this, like, off limits? It's like, no one's allowed in. Like, warning, you will melt. And we just we just, <laughs> we just go in and just, like, we treat them like slides. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you say that there were some kind of, like, stones and, like, different gems and stuff you could find down there, Thane? Uh, in the mines. Oh, but not in the lava tubes themselves? Generally, no. Hmm. Well, we'll just have to remember to bring a pickaxe uh, when we fight the... Umber Hulk? Thank you. Yeah, the Umber Hulk, yeah. Just, if, as you're sliding, if you feel like you're getting too hot, just stop sliding. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. <laughs> Well, I thought we tied a rope around Stripey and then let him go sliding around in there. Ah, uh, there you go. That was it. That's, yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not going in there without a rope. <laughs> All right, so we rig up a, a, little, a simple contraption to keep us from sliding into the lava directly. <laughs> With a hot magma. Aren't these, like, really, really dangerous, like, lava vents? Still get killed by the convection. So. <laughs> yeah. Aren't lava vents, like, in real life, very dangerous? <laughs> pretty, yeah, pretty dangerous. I yeah, but I so. mean, they built a city around them, so they can't be that dangerous, right? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Can we check out the history books on Glass Rock? Has it ever erupted? <laughs> Make a history check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious. Ooh, that's pretty good. Uh... Uh, I know the entire history of Glassrock. No, I'm kidding. That's a 25. Wow. Ooh, nice. It has erupted, but it's been like 850 years or something since the last time. Oh, oh we're so. good. We're mm. Yeah, it's not like it's due now any more than it would be like tomorrow or two yeah. years from now. Yeah, it's not like it could blow at any moment. <laughs> and then it's like all of a sudden the ground shakes a little. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> We're like, nah, it's fine. Let's, let's hop on in. The water's great. I mean, the lava's uh, great. Do they have any seismologists here in the city who would be able to uh, tell us if they've detected any recent activity? Kind of doubt that was a profession at that point. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so let's uh, find an inn and chill for the night. After we played in the lava tubes. 
Yep. <laughs> He's like, no, you're nope, you're not doing that. Nope. <laughs> we play in our dreams. And we go to the soggy mug or whatever it was. You spend the rest of the day going around the city, enjoying yourselves with whatever there is to see and do. Minor amusements. We could go back to that shop where we bought that gemstone for your spell, Tokus. What did we mm. need? Uh, A diamond? Diamond? Yeah, so we'll just do that. We'll say hi to the guy and be like, remember when we bargained you down to a low, low price when you sold us that diamond? That was awesome. And then we'll just walk around the city. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, still have it, actually. I show him on the vial pulp. (laughs) (laughs) Look how shiny and new it looks now. The next day, as you head to the temple first, who wants to go first? Well, I think Tokus already volunteered himself to go first. What? Who said that? You you literally you said that. Yes. <laughs> he said, okay, I'll go first. Well, no, earlier when we were presenting our items. Okay, if you take that back, then I will go first. Sounds good. Okay. So you meet with Rothtar, and he's in another room off to the side. It seems like some sort of ceremony chamber. And he has an elaborate golden bowl set out that is filled to the brim with water, you assume? He motions for you to come forward. Says, welcome. We shall now begin the ritual and see where your mother awaits. Should I I close my eyes? Or how does this work? If you stand here, he points in front of the bowl, and gaze inside, you may be able to see a flicker of the vision. If you are unable, then I shall relay its contents to you. Mm, okay. I look real, real, real hard. He begins to chant, and several minutes pass as he is casting this spell. <laughs> Native American door? <laughs> I don't know. It's the first thing that came out of my mouth. I'll, I'll shut up now. We're nerds. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Those are the only Gregorian chants I know. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, you see something come into focus as your face fades away and is slowly replaced by the face of your mother. It appears as though she is simply going about her daily chores inside her tent, which you well know. She has the morning's breakfast cooking in a small pot over a fire, and she has some skins that she has been patching up together to make some new clothes and such, sitting on a stool nearby. So it looks as though she's in decent health. You watch for about a minute or two as she's just resting and cooking the breakfast. At that point, you see another familiar face come into view. That is Kithganath. He steps inside the tent, bearing a small basket. You recognize it as one that is typically used to carry around food and such. I've brought this for you. I'm glad to see that you're still doing well. He sets it down next to the door and is about ready to turn and leave without another word. You see a hint of disdain in her eyes as she looks at it, but also sort of resignation. And she says, I appreciate your kindness. And he walks out. 
you recognize this as being rather unusual for Goliath society because it's all survival of the fittest and everything, but he's apparently at least acknowledged her enough to take care of her as if she were his mother, possibly, given his relationship with your sister at this point. She kind of struggles to her feet a little bit and then goes over and opens the basket and looks around and starts taking out the meat that's been dried inside. From the way she moves, it looks like she's maybe getting a little older and not so strong and steady on her feet, but you can't point to anything specific that's a problem for her. Seems like she's as healthy as can be expected. Okay, I thought you were going to say the basket had a baby in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> like it, like him and my sister had a child, and he was bringing oh. the baby over to be watched by her. Oh no, that's in uh, the next tent over. We can just move the scrying to the next tent and... <laughs> There's like four babies over there And they're all his (laughs) With your sister Vision fades And you come back to yourself Well It really doesn't seem all that bad (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I I don't need to avenge him after all (laughs) Now that I see him He seems like he's taking care of the fam I guess Shaba, are you okay? Shaba, Shaba, what did you see? Uh, I saw Kithganath Taking good care of my mom. Oh. That's, well, is that, that doesn't sound like what you described. No, nope, not at all. <laughs> I remember him being a big jerk face. Do you think that your sister's heart has softened his? Maybe. She was probably the one who put him up to it. Oh, that's true. We might have been seeing, like, him just trying to make the wife happy. Yeah. Hmm. That's what I suspect. You've got that empathic feat, so... Looking at his face, it didn't seem like he was particularly happy to be delivering the food, nor that your mom was particularly happy to be receiving it. Yeah. Mm. So they got, like, the whole, like, awkward relationship thing. Right. You know, like, she's, like, the awkward mother-in-law. He's the son-in-law that she never wanted. Or do you think this whole thing was all just a big misunderstanding? You know? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe I just didn't like him because he displaced me from my birthright. Maybe he, like, accidentally killed, you know, the people in your family and accidentally pushed you off the throne, and it's all just a big misunderstanding. No, he didn't kill anybody. He just, when my father died, he challenged me for the chieftainship, and he won. Ah, right. Yeah, I thought what you were going to pencil into that scene was, like, Shaba's mom longingly looking at, like, a photograph of his dad. A Goliath photograph. Yeah, yeah, but, like, his arm around Shaba. (laughs) Or it could be a cave painting. Whatever. Or, like, a stone carving. And, like, he has his arm around Shaba, and, like, she and his the sister in the picture, and she just longingly looks at and... (sighs) Last note, you also noticed that it was snowing outside wherever they are. Mm. So... Probably high up in some mountains somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're a bit nomadic, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could be anywhere. Yeah, always moving around the Verdant Ridge. Well, you're kind of like that, Shaba. You don't like being tied down to one place. No, I don't. Not at all. Are you satisfied with your vision? You know, I gotta say, Rathtar, overall I am. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty darn satisfied. Thank you for that. Give us a five-star review. Yeah, I will give you a five-star. On your Nelp page? On your, on your Glelp page, because we're in Glass Rock now. Glelp? <laughs> Glelp. It keeps getting weirder. Or is it Dwelp, because they're dwarves? <laughs> Dwelp. <laughs> on your Dwelp. Yeah, thanks, Rathtar. That was kind of nice, actually. I, I can only assume that my sister is also in good, good health, so... That's pretty cool. Maybe it's one less thing for you to worry about, Shaba, while we go take care of business, Aslo's business. Yeah, it is. There's even your vision to 
to check out. That's right. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean... No, Tokus, go. I guess I guess do I want to... Okay, I do. I do. All right, so Tokus steps up and says, <laughs> Me next! Me next! He dunks his head in the water. Yeah. I thought about doing that. I almost dunked my head in. You start to see all sorts of weird visions. You're like, oh, this is not normal water. Oh, oh that was a mistake. Once again, Rothtar begins chanting, and after several minutes, you see the vision taking form. What you see as you look into the bowl is the shape of an old gnome, hunchbacked with age, standing up on a stool and souping down from it to look over a large cauldron, which is hanging in a fireplace. You see something caustic-looking bubbling away and releasing a nasty green smoke into the room as he's standing there staring into the cauldron. Murney is sitting there, humming quietly to himself. After a few seconds, he stops. His head twitches as if he heard something. Then he turns and looks directly at you, at where the vision is coming from. <laughs> oh, Murney? What? Murney? 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 Do you see me? So living <laughs> Guys, I think you can see me. Who are you? It's it's me. I don't recall inviting you to my home. Murdy, it's me. It's Tokus. Can you hear my voice? Do you see me? Something feels familiar about you. I wish I could signal him, guys. He knows I'm here. What? What? Say something to him. I didn't think that was possible with scrying. Keep talking. Maybe he'll hear you. No, he's just super powerful. I told you this. Murdy! <laughs> and Tokus, like, shouts into the pool in front of him. Murdy, it's me! <laughs> <laughs> could, could it be? Is that... Is that Tokus I hear? Yes! Yes, it's Tokus! Yes! It, it is so faint. I I can't... I can't hear what you are saying. Ah! Uh, no! Oh! I thought you had been killed. No, no, I, I wasn't. I wasn't killed. I live on. I live on and I still have the Rathgon Hills armor. And I plan to repopulate the race at some point. That's why I'm still living. No, any no girls who survived? That's what I'm living for. We, our race might not be like mostly pureblood gnomes anymore, though. Uh, we have to take that into consideration. But how have you been? Murray, how are you? He really doesn't seem like he's getting any of what you're saying. He's just got that faint, mm. like something on the edge of his hearing. Alright, so so Tokus thinks really hard and, and thinks thinks to himself really, really hard. He thinks, okay, Murney, if you do think that I'm here, what would you say to Tokus if it's the last time we, we were to hypothetically speak? <laughs> if that is you, Tokus, it, you must have gotten much more powerful in these magic arts since we last saw Yes, I'm totally I'm totally the one that's doing this right now. Yes, it is me. <laughs> I never imagined to see you again or hear from you, but after what happened back home, it, it is good to know that you are safe. Uh, you must be wondering how I am doing. Of course, of course. I need to know how you are, Murney. Not think so much about myself. <laughs> I wonder, I took his things out loud. I wonder how he is. There were a handful of us who managed to escape when the occultists attacked. What? 
Oh, already? Oh, please, one of them be female and not so old. <laughs> please. <laughs> Murdy, please. <laughs> I will marry literally anyone at this point. <laughs> as long as they're a gnome. <laughs> and they smell okay and they cook plain food and we can, we can dig a hole and live in there forever. Or at least the rest of our lives. Just the two of us. Oh, man. I... I I was never well suited to life with others, as you well know. So they all went on and settled down in in Migradil somewhere. Migradil. Oh, Tokus writes that down in his quest log. <gasps> Migradil. Migradil. <laughs> I believe some of the elves there were kind enough to take them in. Mm. I, however, decided to go on my own way. So I am near the Green Spire in Asherfeld. <gasps> oh, yes. I assume you're doing this because you wish to find me. Should you choose to seek me out, that is where I will be. Oh man, Murdy, this is so exciting! I'm not alone anymore! (laughs) Guys, guys, I'm not alone! Finish talking to Murney, though, while you have this oh, vision. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 Murney, if you can hear me, uh, I need you to come and find me, or we're going to find you, and I need you to teach me some new magic. Uh, can you do that for me, please? He doesn't answer your question. You can't hear me, guys. If only I knew what you were trying to say. Still, you know where to find me now. He glances back towards the cauldron as a big bubble bursts in there. I'm afraid I have to get back to this, but come looking for me whenever you're in trouble, and I'll see what I can do. Yes, yes, of course, Mernie. Oh, Mernie. Mernie, I'm so glad you're still alive. (laughs) Now I know what I have to do. It was nice to see you again. Be safe. And you too. He goes back to his cauldron and just gets back to stirring things and adding strange ingredients. And the vision eventually fades away. Tokus, you thought Mernie might be able to help us with the cult, right? That was part of your reason in wanting to find him. Well, to get stronger as well. I mean, I do have an alternate ego of evil, so, like, I do want to grow in power. Well, yeah, but you said that finding Mernie could unlock some knowledge about the cult that we might not have. Well, yeah, of course. We have to find him. Oh, uh, he told me where he is. Where is he? So he's near Greenspire. The gr- the Greenspire? You mean that one Greenspire? Like a Greenspire or the Greenspire? The he said I'm at I'm near the Greenspire in Asherfeld. In yep in Asherfeld. Wow wow. So you and Mernie are the only two gnomes left in the whole entire world, huh? No, that's the <laughs> crazy thing. I don't have to marry a swagan anymore. What? <gasps> what? I don't have to have a Safagan wife or an elf or a human or, or a dwarf What are wife. we going to tell your Safagan wife? No, no, no. No, there are gnomes that are still alive, although he didn't say if there were any female dwarf. I mean, uh, gnomes left, but <laughs> my race lives on. The Rathgaunt Hills gnomes are located at... Migradil. In Migradil. 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 Which is right next to Asherfeld. <laughs> Which is a big country. Yeah. It's a big country, but it's... You have somewhere to look. It's not all that far away. Yeah, I mean, unlike you, Shaba, where you have no idea except for some snow, we could actually find my people. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> wow. Oh, man, this is really exciting. That's super exciting. We have to set that as one of the little locators on our map. Mm-hmm. To be explored. Yeah, let's mark that location on our map. 
Yeah. Put the little waypoint to show up in your compass at the top of the screen. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bing, bing, bing. This is huge. Like, Tokus is just, like, realizing that this whole time that I thought that I was maybe the last Rathgaunt Hill gnome, I'm not alone anymore, guys. I don't need you anymore. And Tokus leaves. <laughs> Actually, I, I need you guys to get me there. Then I'll leave the party. Oh, well, in that case. But Tokus doesn't say that out loud. That sounds great, Tokus. He doesn't say that out loud. No. Tokus, tell us in five words how you feel. I feel so amazing now. <laughs> that is indeed fun. So amazing now. Wow. Wow. I can't believe Mernie's still alive. And things things are really looking up. They are. Things are looking up for us. Like, we got our vision on, we got some new armor on the way, and now we're gonna go kill ourselves in the mines. Let's do it! <laughs> Let's yeah. go! Let's do it! Yeah. We go charging down in there with that. Oh, wait, we're supposed to talk to the one guy first. I thought you were gonna say, now we're gonna go kill ourselves in Umber Hulk, not kill ourselves in the mines. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 at the hands of the Umber yeah, Hulk. now we're going to get uh, slaughtered by an Umber Hulk. Well, we have to wait for your armor first, though, so let's wait really fast. Yeah, we wait <laughs> as fast as possible. Yes. Actually, can we just go to Space Armory and just sit in the waiting room? Yeah, can we just watch like, That's him? how excited Tokus is about new armor. You guys can go do other things, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch. It should be done in the afternoon, so you can head over there and be putting on the pieces that are done. Uh, well, maybe we go get brunch. Let's go get brunch first. You guys want to go get brunch? Uh, yeah, we go get brunch and then we go to space shop. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're trying on the different pieces and everything fits perfectly. Oh man. If anything, it feels even better than your custom fitted armor from before. He does good work, that space. Wow. So wait, is this, this is not my father's armor, this is separate? No, he's been like attaching pieces and combining it uh, with your existing one. Space, did you get better since... We last saw you? I mean, this is like, this is nice. This feels cozy. He's like, yes. You guys leveled up twice and so did I. I just leveled <laughs> up in smithing. <laughs> this is like good stuff. I'm constantly honing my craft. Man, does it look a little on the dwarvish side too? Does he add kind of that like dwarvish flair? It definitely looks a lot more dwarvish than it did before, but you can see he's tried to continue to incorporate those gnomish tendencies and design elements that you're familiar with. He's like, I took a correspondence course in gnomish metalworking. <laughs> Man, so I get to upgrade my armor class? Dude, plus one point. Well, hey, 17, right? Speaking of plus one point, are you going to buy studded leather armor to get your plus one point? Uh, I did find out that, it, that I am only proficient in light armor. So, studded um, leather is light armor. Studded leather is light, and it is plus one point of armor class. And it's um, only, what, like 50 gold, maybe, if that? 45, I think. Yeah. I mean, isn't it a no-brainer at this point, Asla? It's sort of a no-brainer. I am saving up for that one-way ticket over to uh, Marengar, <laughs> though. So, <laughs> um, so I will uh, talk to Spaeth and hang out with him for a minute and see if I can just work with him a little bit on his prices first out of leather armor you know it's crazy too aslo hmm. is that i had a regular set of studded leather armor that i sold uh just recently when i <laughs> really? had my armor identified yes wow why didn't i take that from you yeah why didn't you guys have the conversation i mean it's sized for a goliath so. that is that's true yeah it's a very good point <laughs> never mind about that <laughs> yeah Space, do you have any halfling-sized leather, studded leather armors? 
for sale. <laughs> Not at the moment, but I could add studs to your existing armor. Oh, okay. How long would that take? Uh, a few more hours. All right. And how much would it cost? How about 40 gold? Hmm. It's the price of studded leather minus half the price of leather. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you say to 35 instead? Make a diplomacy check. <laughs> All right. <laughs> or persuasion, I guess is persuasion, what it is. Persuasion, yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be a 19. You have brought in quite a large order here, so I can cut you a little deal here. All right. Yeah, just leave your armor with me, and I'll have it ready for you in three hours. All right, excellent. I leave my armor, we go and uh, get a long dinner, and then come back. Too bad studded leather isn't a real thing at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do studs actually do anything? No, No. it's just like (laughs) putting rivets through the leather. Yeah. (laughs) Cool, well... Gives me a point of armor class, so... All right. We go, uh, yeah, we grab some dinner, do some lava tube sliding, and then we come back. All right. So you got your new armor. Both of you have gained one point of armor class today and a lot of valuable information. All right. Wow. Yeah, I, I did I did cash out 100 gold. Minus 35 here. Uh, and then I propose that we go to bed, and tomorrow we set out to find the Umber Hulk. Uh, uh, umber. Um, Aslo, you bring up a good point. I kind of, in this session, I mean, I, I know that the, the me that was playing last session remembered that we need to be saving money for the teleportation tickets. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see how much we can get from this Umber Hulk thing, because maybe I'm, I'm, maybe I'm not going to have enough money to go for the plate. Yeah, that's my, that's my only concern, is if we do have to spring for those tickets. They were rather pricey, as I recall. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? It may not be exactly what Tokus was hoping for, but this trip to Glass Rock was way more than he could possibly have imagined it to be, mm-hmm. even if it didn't result in split mail. I mean, uh, in plate mail. Yeah, the uh, you remember, we do still have the option, I can't even believe I'm saying this, of taking a ship mm. to Marengar. We don't have to spend all that money. We don't have to. Just... Just to, just a reminder. Uh, I'm just kind of like digging through my mental logs here, and I seem to recall it was somewhere around 114.4 gold per person, uh, plus <laughs> 22.88 gold per 20 pounds additional. Yeah. Right. So we're going to leave a lot of things. I mean, I don't have to bring my weapons. I can just weapon bond them to us when we get there. Oh, holy crap, dude. <laughs> That's a, quite a unique way to save on shipping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a hundred, as I have met previously mentioned, I have 120 some pounds of gear. Yeah, I actually, before we do that adventure, you guys need to remind me, I need to make a version of Tokus on, what is the software you're using again? I've made, used it before. Me? D&D, D&D Beyond? Beyond? Yeah. Yeah, I need to use something like D&D Beyond so that I can get an accurate depiction of how heavy Tokus is, because the only, the only heavy, uh, yeah. the only things that I've actually weighed out are my, I'm not even wearing it anymore, my chainmail, so that's out of date. <laughs> yeah, and it was the weight cost just per 20 pounds total or in addition to like your person weight in addition to your how much you weigh as a person okay yeah all right gotcha that being said i actually think we're getting pretty close uh if we were willing to drop some of our like extra torches and crap like that right but if i upgrade to plate mail not only am i gonna have a lot less money i'm going to be much heavier yes (laughs) 
Yeah. For yeah, exactly. So, so, like, how much? Like, what's the difference in weight between splint and plate? Does anybody know? Chain is fifty-five. Plate's sixty-five. Really? So splint somewhere in between. Splint sixty. Okay. So it's it's actually not that much more weight-wise. Let's let's hey, let's just play it by ear. You could charm Spaith again, maybe, or I, I, we don't we don't say that out loud. I don't say that aloud in Spaith's presence, <laughs> but uh, maybe there's more. Well, let's go do the quest, shall we? Exactly. Yep. Let's go do the quest, get the money, make the gold, do the thing. Are we, like, rested? Do we feel good? Do we want to do it tonight? No, I definitely think we rest first. But do we have all the information we need? Do we know where it is and who's paying and Ooh, how yeah, much we got to go to the... Yeah, you haven't talked to him yet. Oh, okay. Let's do that then. Yeah, I thought we already stayed at the frosty mug or the sloshed mug overnight. Oh, no. What if somebody else did the quest while we were getting ready? We should have talked to them and claimed it. We're so bad at this. Well, that's right. Yeah, we were waiting until your armor was finished, but we could have gone and talked to them in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would assume that we the smart characters that we are we would have done that after waiting around for three days. Yeah, well, what should we do, guys? <laughs> I don't know. Let's go play the lava tubes. That sounds like a good idea, right? <laughs> That's right. All right. So we'll say that you did talk to them, and the job is still open as of right now. If you manage to kill it, assuming there is only a single Umber Hulk, they will pay 400 gold for proof that it's dead. Wow. What if there's more than one Umber Hulk? Then we'll just... Then then we die. You can't afford to pay that much for all of them? Then we die and we'll get zero gold. (laughs) (laughs) The Umber Hulks get all our gold. If there's more than one, they can pay more up to, like, 750 for all the rest of them. (laughs) So that price is making me think that this is going to basically kill us. Mm-hmm. This seems like a big task, yeah. I propose that we go in pulling out any extra stops that we have. Yeah, with blinders on, except for Tokus. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for going all out. You know, like, just blowing spell slots. Like, we were fully powered up before we even... We're in a city, right? So it's not like we're out in the middle of the wilderness and we have to conserve our spells. Like, we'll go down into the mines, we'll find it, and we'll hopefully be at full power. Or close to it. Yeah. Do we have any, like, spells we can cast before we go in? That That's, like, where my mind is right now. Uh, I do not. Buffing before the raid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like, I, I could buff us with um, somebody with long stride. Like, Stripey might benefit from Long Strider as well as me, although then I'm blowing spell slots. Yes, that would be great for his maneuverability. That is indeed a whole spell slot of mine, though. Do we have Tokus's armor yet? His new armor? Yes. Okay. Everyone has your their new armor. All, right. All of that has happened. You're back at the inn, getting ready and making plans and so on. Something happens tonight. Oh no, that means I'm getting ready for bed, which means I'm taking off the new armor. No! Nope, nope, don't say <laughs> don't that. Because we yet. think nope, we're nope, safe. Don't say Please. that. Stop. stop. Nope, stop. <laughs> okay. We're still, in the t- we're still in the room. We're still having a drink and having dinner and you have your armor on. Okay. Think positive thoughts, Tokus. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, are you getting a single room together or do you get separate rooms? Of course we're sleep- having a sleepover. What kind of question yeah. is that? <laughs> always, always sleepovers, yeah. Do you still keep watch when you're at the inns? I think you usually do, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, you are rolling a dice, so no. <laughs> I see that arm shake. <laughs> Real quick, I just wanted to share something useful with you. Are you a new dungeon master? Describe.com, that's D-S-C-R-Y-B.com, is filled with texts of places, monsters, spells, and other observations to be read aloud by dungeon masters to players. 
So far, they've got 1,400 such scenes, with more being added all the time. Describe.com slash The Damage Guild. Again, that's D-S-C-R-Y-B.com slash The Damage Guild. And if you do, consider using our 10% off coupon code, also The Damage Guild with no spaces. And you'll start having awesome descriptions for everything in your adventures just beyond your keystrokes. Well, Tokus, the good news for you is you're the one on watch. So you've got your armor on in the middle of the night. You've made your plans for the next day. And as you're waiting there, give me a perception check. That is a natural one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you do not see it. Until it slaps you in the face. <laughs> Maybe Tokus is distracted and like tinkering with the new armor a little bit like, oh man, like this is probably so this yeah. new splint mail, man. I feel, I feel so sp- like, sp- like splintery. <laughs> you don't notice anything until all of a sudden you turn to the side back towards the door to your room and in front of the door is this massive crimson red ooze. What? What? <laughs> Whoa. I mean, it's like six feet tall and eight feet across. It apparently somehow got into your door. Is that the thing that we left in the ground? What? That was the, that was the blood sample we left all that time ago. It's been growing. <laughs> and it followed us here from the net, oh, remember? Yeah, we left it wow. outside Aslo's house. You've gotten really big. Oh, man. <laughs> Come here, boy. I'm, like, I'm not even grossed out. I'm impressed. Hey there, little fella. <laughs> hey, you remember me, right? <laughs> you hungry? <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> Alright, I wake up the others. <laughs> Quick! And get a surprise attack and then roll your initiative. No! So wait, oh my gosh. It slithered under the door of our room? You're not sure how it got in there. It could have done that, or maybe th- someone opened the door and it came in or and it's something. In our inn. What? Holy crap. Because of your natural one, it got all the way inside before you noticed it. <laughs> oh my god! That makes total sense. Uh, yeah, I don't know how it came in. I'm, I'm a terrible <laughs> watchman, apparently. But yeah, not not your strong suit. Nope. Note yeah. to self: don't let Tokus take watches anymore. <laughs> yeah, we just like stay up all night between the Asla and Chaba. You <laughs> get no sleep. New AC is 19, right? Do I have my shield on? Yes. If you're on watch, I assume you do. I'm guessing I'm... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I am wearing my shield. Dude, a red ooze? It's a blood ooze. What does this mean? Someone in this town doesn't think it's big enough for the both of us. That's what <laughs> I think it means. Fortunately, you do react quickly enough that as it tries to reach out for you with its pseudopod, you do dodge out of the way. <sighs> oh. And yes. let's roll initiative now. Wow. Initiative. Don't forget that you get to. Well, you don't forget that about your character, right, Jay? Heck yes, I do not. Oh, yeah. Advantage on initiative. Aslo goes on an 8. I'm on a 17. Shaba is on a 9. Stripester goes on an 18. Well, Tokus, it is your turn, since you're the only one who's currently awake. And it is normally an action or damaging someone in order to wake him up. Or if you just shout loudly enough, I'll give them a a roll to wake up. Okay, I shout, guys, there's a big red blob in the room! Get up! Get up! (laughs) Alright, what kind of roll is that? Perception check? Constitution (laughs) save? That makes sense. We use perception for nothing. So, <laughs> it would be good to put it into good use. Uh, 14. Uh, I got a 6. 
Mm, stripey. Stripes. Stripey boy. Stripey boy uh, gets a five. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say, since he's shouting in the middle of your room, you wake up, but Shaba is the only one who's actually fast enough responding to be able to act this round. So the rest of you will get your turns next round. Right, as is a little groggy, perhaps. Okay. I wonder if the ooze has a uh, an odor. Maybe Stripey could make a wisdom perception check with advantage to smell it. Like, kind of like when bacon's <laughs> cooking in the morning and it wakes you up. I mean, it wakes me up. Well... He's awake now. He just is waking up slowly. Okay. What else do you do on your turn? This thing is a blob. It's not going to be very weak to a rapier, I imagine. Right? (laughs) I would recommend against stabbing it. So I'm going to use a magical attack, and I hex the blob for dexterity. And I'm going to green flame blade, because my green flame blade has upgraded now that I'm level (laughs) 5. You said that he swiped at me, so I'm in melee, right? I can't shoot it. Yes. So I think I should go with a green flame blade instead of extra attack because I want it to be magical, right? I'm not being crazy here, guys, am I? I mean, maybe I should just attack it because the hex went through and I'll get two hex bolts. Should I just bonus attack? Like, what are the thoughts here? Have we? Yeah, we fought a gelatinous cube before. You would remember that getting into melee with this thing is not a good idea because it can it can absorb you like the gelatinous cube did. Right, and maybe like give me a rusty rapier. Okay. Yeah, it can probably dissolve metal items too. So that was a different slime that did that to you. Yeah, there was a green slime. This is a red slime. This one's gonna like drain my life force or something. <laughs> So you're doing piercing, fire, and necrotic damage with one attack. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, one of those must be effective, right? (laughs) Right. Or I could do bonus, my bonus attack, right? I could do just a normal attack and a bonus attack, and that would be be two piercings and two necrotics. Mm. So if you green flame blade, you cannot attack again? Correct. I don't have that. I learned that at level seven, where if I cantrip, I get a bonus attack on top of it. Then I would just go with the regular, because you've got the necrotic on top of it. Right, just because it doubles my chances of actually... And two attacks are better than one. Yeah. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Higher DPS output. That's fair. 16 to hit. Hits. And as you strike it... Oh no. Your dark magical energies flow down your blade... Unfortunately, they seem to be having no effect against this slime. No effect. Neither the necrotic or the piercing? Uh, The sword seems to be doing damage, but the necrotic damage is not doing anything extra. Oh. Yeah, so it's it's an evil ooze. Um, So I dealt (laughs) ten piercing in this case. (laughs) And then you dealt, like, four necrotic and healed it for four? No, it's probably just immune to it, not actually healing it. Too necrotic, yeah, because it doesn't doesn't have a life force, right? It's just a blob. Yeah. Uh, I did not think about that. Well, trial and error. Good to know. Well, I should attack again, otherwise it's a waste. It's like that time I we were fighting a shambling mound and I decided to cast Call Lightning on it. <laughs> Those are the good old days. Yeah. Oh, that was <laughs> Everybody great. else was like, no, no! <laughs> Ooh, crit! Crit! Yeah! Dude, sweet! Ooh, max damage on one of them. Okay, so that's uh, 8, 3, 11, plus the 4 from the gauntlets. A total of 25 damage? Yeah. That's pretty good for one round. Mm. For, for no hex damage? I wasted a spell! Alright, it's your turn, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing happens to his sword as it cuts through? No, the sword seems okay. Okay. It's getting gooey. This is like an anti-magic. Mm. Yeah. Since you brought it up, 
This very strongly resembles the blood that you found and took as a sample. I knew it! Really? It could even be the same blood! <laughs> it's followed us. Did we leave this in glass rock? No, you left it back in Inept, buried underground. Yeah. With everything you know, it's unlikely that this is that exact same thing. I know, but that would be so cool because we left it like years ago and we joked that it would grow and like one day try to feed us. We totally forgot about it. So there's a new blob on the loose. There's a new blob in town. You're all packed pretty closely together. Yeah, I was going to say, how big is this room and where is the thing? How big is the blob? It's filling up like a third of the room all around the door. And you have one bed against the back wall or you say like one large bed that you're kind of sharing can you tell us about the layout of the room is there a window perhaps i don't think there would be a window here in the dwarven place they don't care so much about that sort of thing it's true it is underground there's not exactly sunlight to allow filtering in huh yeah (laughs) so there's no window just the one bed straight across from the door and kind of the back right corner of the room then the left side has a desk and chairs and a small chest to put your things in And that's pretty much it. It's going to take another attack at you. It misses by one. Thanks to your new armor. New (laughs) armor. Look at that. (laughs) Immediate return on investment. (laughs) It's only 100 gold, Shaba. (laughs) Nonetheless, return on investment. Yeah. I like your returns there. Uh, Shaba, you are awake in bed. (laughs) I jump out of bed grab my bow and attempt to find an arrow to put on the string. Yep, and you also kick Aslo while, you, <laughs> while you're at it, right? I <laughs> guess I should also say this room is probably in complete darkness since Tokus has dark vision and it's the middle of the night and you are asleep. Hmm. Ah. Can he item interaction and... I mean, you've probably got a, a candle provided on the desks that you could try to light. I thought Chaba's got that sweet... Uh... What about the bowl of hidden fire? I thought you got the hat thing. I do, but the bowl of hidden fire is faster than that. Yeah, that's true. You probably keep that out for just such emergencies. Yeah, I don't think so. So, sure, that'll be sitting out on the table. All right, so... But I think it's still in action to light it, isn't it? I don't know. Is it an act? If so, then I'll uh, spend an action to light it. You know, I didn't write down that it takes an action. I just said when a command word is spoken. Oh, I speak the command word. <laughs> light up, you dumb bull. <laughs> That's the command word. Yeah, I think for this item, it's fine to not take an action. All right, sweet. So you shout the word and the bowl bursts into light, and you see this blood-colored slime in the doorway. Ooh, okay, I'm going to grab my bow and my... Cons- String up my quiver and back to the opposite corner of the room. <laughs> <laughs> and once I am there, if I may take a shot, then I will do so. Wait, Shaba, you? No, no, no. I, I've got, I've got a plan, Tokus. I've got oh. a plan. May I take a shot? Yeah, it's your turn. Yeah, you still have an action. I'm going to say, lightning, lightning on a string, <laughs> lightning bow. Now do your thing. <laughs> And then I'm going to elicit the power of Bojo's lightning bow of 
destiny, <laughs> and I'm going to zap this thing. Harness the power of the sun. So I guess I have to shoot it, which I do. It don't shoot me, though. I will not. I'll make sure you're not in line to be shot by this. That ability sounds like it could cause friendly fire, is all I'm saying. And I'm going to be dodging your lightning shots for the rest of this campaign. <laughs> very easily could, could do that. <laughs> this, is a, this is a moment, right? New armor, new zappy new bows. Magic bow. Asla, you need some new stuff. I just got new new armor. No, that's lame. <laughs> <laughs> Your new stuff isn't as good as my new stuff. <laughs> Your new stuff is stupid. <laughs> I got a 22 to hit. That hits. All right. It's a very easy target, not moving very quickly. Yeah, so it's going to take 4d6 lightning damage plus what? my arrow damage. Oh my gosh. That yeah. is brutal. Now, does it do the lightning damage to me if there's other people? Because that's the deck save. You automatically take lightning damage whenever you use it. Okay. All right. Yep, nothing like a powerful, magical item that has a legitimate drawback. <laughs> yeah, man. And a drawstring. It does have a drawstring. True that. So I will deal 22 damage total to it, and I will take three. Wow. Can you divide that into damage types for me? Uh, yeah, so it'll be 10 damage from the arrow, and then 12 from the lightning. Methinks piercing damage is reduced. <laughs> yes, yes. I <laughs> yeah, so that juicy 25 that I dealt earlier was probably halved. <laughs> so, Tokus, the hair stands up on the back of your neck where you still have hair <laughs> as this lightning bolt shoots past you and strikes into the slime. A funny thing happens after that. Where the lightning struck it, there's now this big cleft in the slime as it is cut in half, and then the two separate pieces split apart into different corners of the room. Oh, no! What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's oh, dividing! No. This is bad. Oh, no. <laughs> this is really bad. Now we got two things to worry about. It's a uh, metodic slime from uh, Magic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the thing where it divides... Yeah. I think there might be a D and I don't know. Uh, I mean, obviously that would be metagaming if I did know. But well, I think this is a custom slime because Thane mentioned the blood sample. No, what I'm saying is I think that there is a and d monster that's like a slime where after it takes a certain amount of damage, it divides and then it divides again and it keeps going. But I don't know. Yeah, that sounds right to me. Maybe I'm just making stuff up. Yeah, but it gets weaker and weaker as it divides. Right. Hey, now my green flame blade would be sweet. Yeah. Oh, my Totic Slime. Dude, that's like such an old card. 2011. Yeah. <laughs> 2011, oh, man. That's man. exactly what this is. It starts out as a 4-4. You kill it. It comes back as two two twos, And each of those come back as a 1-1. One, one. That's exactly what's going on. M11. Yeah. Classic. It's like we've been transported into another plane of existence. <laughs> so Aslo and Stripey here also, you both are just waking up and shaking off your lingering exhaustion. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? You have some nice rutabaga dreams. <laughs> you, you roll over and then you realize your arms are on stripey. <laughs> How did he get here? Oh, that's my worst nightmare. <laughs> oh, also there's news in the room. And you roll over in bed and see this wall of red in front of you. So we're back to Tokus. Alright, well, I knew this was a good idea, guys. You didn't believe me in Tokus. <sighs> That's the sound of my rapier going fire mode, and I'm going to green flame blade. <laughs> um, so that's a 15 to hit. Yeah, it hits. The first ooze 
is going to take 12 on the piercing. Okay. Now, the, the little extra damage is 3. So your sword and fire stab and singe the two different slimes. So are we getting the sense that piercing, like, does nothing against this thing? The piercing seems to be effective. Okay. It's working all right. Yeah, but, like, from a damage perspective, even though I ro- rolled poorly, the green flame blade was the stronger attack in this circumstance. I would think so, yeah. Yeah, ooh, here, here's another theory. When I used the lightning, Thane asked me to split my damage. Maybe piercing is regular effective, but it's weak to lightning. Hmm. Pokemon style. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm. I'm agreeing with you. Like he's he's been asking also for what components of me, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it was very helpful that I, I parsed out what was fire in this case and what was piercing for me. One of them continues to attack Tokus, and this time hits. Okay, I'm gonna shield with my reaction. <laughs> tries to protect you. Okay, so it misses again as you deflect its incoming. <laughs> Slam attack. Blob. It's wet slap. <laughs> it's wet slap attack. Slimy slap attack. You know how in horror movies people are always writing stuff in blood? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be creepy if we defeated this thing and then as it like oozed out through the floor it like left a message? It was like, <laughs> we're watching you. The cult knows that you're in Glasgow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that, that <laughs> message is way better. We're watching you. That would yeah, be yeah. pretty creepy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a really, like an oddly long one. This is hi. This is the cult. We know you're there, and that you're in Glass Rock. We've been watching, and we're you. coming to get you. Also, you owe us owe us seventeen gold pieces for that one thing you stole. <laughs> Signed, the cult. Love always, the cult. P.S. Your mother sends her love. <laughs> the other half of the slime shuffles forward towards Shaba and corners you. No, you're too far. And it lashes out. And bludgeons you for eight. Hold on. Do I have to? Uh, I can't remember my stones endurance. Do I have to declare it before the damage is dealt? I think stones endurance is after damage. It says as a reaction, reduce damage dealt to you. Okay, yeah. So I can know how much the damage is. You can. You can wait. All right. You take eight points of bludgeoning and three points of necrotic damage. And when it strikes you, that necrotic damage there, you can feel it draining your life force as if it's. Pulling part of you back into itself. <gasps> Dude, Tokus, you were right. Oh my gosh. No. You, you called oh, it. Oh, dang. Yeah, that's creepy. That sucks. So, do you... Should do I you... use up a whole stone's endurance just for three necrotic damage? I don't even know. Mm, well, nah. it's one attack. Well, no, it's one attack, so you get to have the whole thing. Oh, so it, it's a total of 11 from that one attack? Okay, then in that case, yes, I will try the stone's <laughs> endurance. Yeah. All right, here we go. So that would also have the healing in theory, right? Uh, so I block eight of that, so I still take five. You took 11 total damage minus eight, so you took three damage. Oh, yeah, right, right. Sorry. It was, yeah, it was 11 total. Okay. Yeah, so it's three. Oh, you got an eight on your stone's endurance. Yes. Yeah. Ah, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. No doubt, no doubt. And make a strength saving throw. Oh, Ooh. No. Yikes. Oh, um, should I rub my lucky rabbit's foot? Uh, yeah. You can't do that. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'll have to use my session insp. Well, my best roll was only a 12. It's not quite enough. Uh. 
<laughs> so it slams into you. You shrug off the damage from its initial impact, but then it moves forward and engulfs you inside of it. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking this is because it's not a cube uh, that it wouldn't do that, but sweet cripes. Good night. Stripey. Stripey's going to leap from his bed. He's gonna, Stripey's going to leap from Aslo's arms and slash out, slash with his claws. Which ooze is he going after? Uh, the one that's around me, of course. He's like, no, Shlaba, how will I eat if my master is dead? <laughs> Ugh, that's an 11 to hit. That's not good. It still hits. Oh wow! Okay, awesome. It's it's squishy. Yeah, that's yeah. that's fortunate because Stripey does some decent damage. Uh, that is eleven damage, eleven clawing damage. <laughs> what ty- what damage type is that? Uh claw. It's claw damage. Slashing. Slashing. Right? Yes. Slashing. Good news and bad news here. As he slashes it, he cuts it in half. And the two pieces, now being too small to actually contain you, fall off to the side. Hmm. Whoa. Oh, okay, so now they're two smaller, smaller pieces. Hmm. Sweet, dude. Hmm. This, this, it is a mitotic slime. Yeah, this guy is awesome. <laughs> this slime, even though he's Told ugly you. and mean, he's super cool. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, Wizards of the Coast, you should definitely hire me as your UI developer because D&D Beyond sucks. Just <laughs> say it. I mean, it's a good character generator, but the UI is awful. Uh. It's hot garbage. I think so. <laughs> D&D Beyond is actually licensing from Wizards of the Coast. I don't think it's Oh, really? Official. Oh, they're not was oh, Okay. Well, D&D Beyond, yeah. It's not not good. <laughs> I mean, it's a close partnership, but I don't think they made it themselves. Oh, uh, okay. So yes, Stripey has clawed the slime in half. So yeah, to all the the Wizards of the Coast uh, employees who, you know, listen to our podcast, that message was for you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, P.S. Jay, I remember that Shabbos thing you enacted after you take the damage because I remember that each of us have a reaction thing that triggers at different times. Yours mm. is after you take the damage. Mine is after I get hit by an attack. And Tokus's is after he gets targeted by an attack. Bef- yeah, before he knows whether he got hit or not. Yeah, That's right. exactly. Yep. Oh, wait, are you talking about <laughs> shield? Did I just use shield wrong again earlier? No, shield is after he gets hit. Oh, it is after he gets hit? Shield is after you get hit, but his defensive the reaction thing, the reaction to uh, defend someone else that's right yeah the def- defensive stance right which is plenty confusing you're right though Brian like <laughs> all of our different reactions are to different stages of combat yeah, yeah. Thane has been very kind at times to let us you know, still do them, but yeah. we should get better at playing our characters. We've <laughs> only been playing these characters for a few years now. I mean, right. you know, <laughs> it's just hard to slow down combat by that much and say, "Okay, you're being targeted with an attack. Do you do anything? Yeah. Okay, you've been hit by an attack. Do you do anything? Like <laughs> right, and you put some spells on the stack. On the stack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. So that ends Stripey's turn, and we're back to Shab. I will shiver and cringe, and then I will. Uh, make an attack with disadvantage against one of the slimes at my feet. You broke out too quickly for it to do anything additional, but you could feel it starting to... Suck away at my life. Or continuing to drain you as you were enveloped. Mm. Ew. Oh, does it feel to him, like, familiar... I'll, I mean, I can't ask him this in-game, but I, I wonder if it's a familiar feeling to, like, how the crystals used to feel. I look over at Tokus and I say, yes, yes it is. <laughs> Uh, so if I hunter's mark one of these, does it hunter's mark the entire ooze? I can't remember how that works. Is it just one of them? No. 
It's just one. Just one. Dang it. Yeah, but you can, you can move it, though. Yeah, but so if it splits into two, then does that make it dead? Then I could move it? Or does the mark follow the splitting? I would just let you pick which one you follow. Okay, because typically it has to be dead before I can actually move the mark to something else. Yeah. So I can move it. Okay. Uh, I will make a, an attack roll with disadvantage while marking the one that I am attacking. Is that one of the ones next to you? Yes. Uh, that is a 17 to hit. Hit. For 13 damage. We should talk strategy for a moment. Is our plan to f- completely mash that half of the ooze while I tank the other ooze in the doorway? Uh, we do not have a plan, but I like yours, so let's go with that one. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I'm at full health, and I'm feeling pretty good over here. The, ar- the new armor feels great, guys! Yeah. <laughs> I'll handle this. Roll with it. Make it count. Yeah, I have uh, one spell slot left, so. So you shoot it, and this segment of the slime is looking like it's struggling to stay together. All right. Aslo, finally your turn. I uh, stretch and yawn. Guys, what time is it? Why are you making so much noise? And then I, yeah, I, like open my eyes and I'm like, oh, oh, this, this is not good. Uh, <laughs> so Aslo hops out of bed and brandishes one sword. Whooshing! And uh, he will leap forward to attack. He will attack the one that uh, Shaba is attacking. You're brandishing the magical sword, right? I am brandishing the magical sword first, as always. I can only draw one sword at a time, so I will use that one. Uh, That's 17 plus to hit for 5 piercing damage. And I would like to use one of my Blade Flourish abilities... Uh, this is called Slashing Flourish. I don't know if I've ever actually used this before. Um, I get to roll my Bardic Inspiration die and add the result to my damage on that target plus to another adjacent enemy. Whoa! Ooh, max! It's an eight! Whoa. So I deal another eight to that slime plus the slime adjacent to it. So you just kind of like, just cut through both of them? Just yeah. Like a... It's like Three Musketeers style. Oh, just... Dude. Bruh. You stab into it, which brought it down to one hit point, and then you use your Flourish... And withdraw your blade in a slashing motion, and it starts to dissolve in front of you <laughs> and knock into the other one, which takes the damage, but it's still up. Okay, awesome. <laughs> uh, bonus action, I would like to give inspiration to Tokus. Say, Tokus, you're looking very splintery over there. Oh, well, thanks for noticing. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> your new sword play is really cool. you got to teach me how to do that sometime. Oh, thanks. Do I get fighter-ish inspiration for that? I, I don't think it works both ways. Oh, that's too bad. All right, that ends my turn. His words ring hollow. <laughs> <laughs> you find no emotional value whatsoever. Your compliments are meaningless. <laughs> Tokus. I want it to deal full damage, so I'm going to green flame blade. Here we go. And that is six piercing and six fire. So you once again stab into it with your flame, and it's has not divided. Well, a blob divided can... Cannot stand. Cannot indeed <laughs> continue to, to blobble. Uh, I'm, I'm done with my turn. I'm standing my ground. The remaining smaller one lunges towards Aslo, since he's the closer size to itself. But you manage to dodge out of the way. Whew. The larger one hits Tokus. I don't like that. Uh, tempted to shield again, just so it doesn't suck me in. I've got one last spell slot. What are you guys' thoughts? I mean, it's a reaction, so I kind of just need to make the decision, right? Yeah. Uh, I say go for it. Yeah. I will shield one more time. 
Okay, so that brings your AC to 24, which is what I rolled. Ah, it still gets me. (laughs) No! No. Dang it, it was worth a shot. Shield usually works. I guess it starts to fall off, like, the further along we get in the adventure. Not so much. It's pretty much always useful. Mm -hmm. Just because it didn't work out doesn't mean it wasn't a good idea. Yeah. That's what I always say about everything I do. <laughs> but I'm out of spell slots. I don't know, that feels terrible because I had a, a waste of the hex and then I had a shield that malfunctioned. <laughs> That's okay. You take seven points of bludgeoning damage and then also three points of necrotic damage as it drains your life force. Mm. Shoot. I forgot to have Stripey attack when I attacked. Well, I'll remember this time. It is... Way too late now, right? Yes, it is. All right, so I'm taking 10 total. And give me a strength save. When do I choose to use the D8 from Brian? You can add it after you see the die roll before you know the result. Before you know that's Yeah, I understand. I will add the roll from Brian. (laughs) Oh, yeah, add that D8. (laughs) So hang on, so I'm I'm adding my strength... uh, Strength Strength save. Strength save. You've probably got a plus 7. Which is indeed at the moment a plus seven. And maybe that was a waste of the die, because this is like, that is 23. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine that'll do it. Yeah. So yes, you resist its attempt to engulf you. You resist its wiles. Stripey. Stripes is going to take a swipe at the close one, whichever one's right next to it. Right next to him, I should say. Probably the same one that's attacking Aslo. Uh, 18 to hit. Hit. For a solid nine damage. He slashes it into little pieces, and only a few of them are still struggling to move around. Yay! It still counts as being a creature, but it's barely holding together. Good, good. Shaba? Is there still one next to me? Yeah, it's the same one. Okay. I will attack it with disadvantage. Uh, oh, I rolled two 14s, so I think that'll do it. And I rolled max on the dice. So, nice. seven, 17 damage, and Stripey will take his attack against the measly one. He rolled a natural 20 against that one. No, your 17 damage is enough to destroy it. It had two hit points left. Mm. Okay. And Stripey can only attack a target he's next to. Ah, uh, correct. Which means you just destroyed the one that he was next to. Oh, even those measly little pieces that were just fl- flopping around? Well, I mean, he can start clawing into them, but they're not creatures anymore. Okay, okay. he will do that. <laughs> With a natural 20, he will step on them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he is ripping it to shreds. Aslo, there is one medium slime in front of the doorway. Okay. Next to Tokus. Uh, I will run over to that one, draw my other sword, and... Can he get flanking here? You can't flank a slime. You can't flank slimes? Because they don't have oh, facing. There's no, They're just, they don't have flanks. It's just a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <Blob. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes so much sense. I didn't think about it. <laughs> uh, two 20s to hit. Whoa! (laughs) Not natural. What? Just regular. Yeah. 15s on the dice. (laughs) I thought that was a little bit of a lackluster response for rolling two natural 20s. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, two natural 20s. Uh, Just another day at the office. So five damage from one and six from the other. And those are both piercing. They are. I think I'm going to spend Bardic Inspiration die to do defensive flourish this time. So I still add the D8 extra damage. Uh, that's another five, and it uh, increases my armor class by five until next turn. Wow. <laughs> what, 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 wow. Impressive. That's as uh-huh. good as a shield spell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tokus, 
The slime is struggling to move, but it's still threatening you. Threaten it back, Tokus. <laughs> Another fiery slice from my blade. I, I rolled an 18, so plus the 7. And very little here, unfortunately. One point of fire. Oh. <laughs> and seven piercing. Oh, okay. Well. Huh. Not too bad. bad. You strike it one last time, and the fire sizzles across the surface of the slime as it settles down into a large puddle. Yes. Oh. Oh. This one doesn't split? No, it's dead. But it was a medium one. It was supposed to split into two small ones. You didn't quite work out why they were splitting, so we'll just leave Uh, it at that. Maybe it's certain Uh, types of damage. Huh. Whoa. Interesting. Oh, okay. So if the last point of damage on it was magical, it kills it. Or like fire or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The world may never know. Huh. Yeah. What we also may never know is who sicked this ugly, disgusting thing on us. Yeah, what's the deal with that? We don't have any enemies in Glass Rock that I know of. We don't have any enemies, period, right? I mean... Uh, well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> no? Okay. We've got enemies everywhere, but not Glass Rock. Uh. At least I thought. <laughs>